Today in Science from Wired. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Spoken Edition of Wired. Palo Alto Networks has the broadest, most comprehensive cybersecurity for private cloud, public cloud, and SaaS environments because secure clouds are happy clouds. Protect yours today at go.paloaltonetworks.com slash secure clouds. Forget weather apps. Measure the wind yourself with an old electric motor by Rhett Alain. One of the best ways to measure wind speed is to use an anemometer. You could go out and buy one, but I find it much more fun to build my own. There are several types of anemometers to choose from, but I am going to build one that uses electromagnetic induction. Normally, we think of electrical potential as something you can get from a battery, but you can also get it from induction. Turns out that changing magnetic field also creates an electric potential. If I make the wind change a magnetic field, the electric potential this produces will be proportional to the wind speed. So all we need is a changing magnetic field with a coil of wire to see if this works. Try this simple demo to see it in action. Start with a magnet, the stronger the better. If you place the magnet inside a coil of wire, nothing happens. But if you move that magnet within the coil, you get a current. You can see the galvanometer needle move. The greater the current, the greater the voltage. The angle between the magnetic field and the coil of wire is important. This means that instead of moving the magnet, you can rotate the coil. And there lies the key to an electric anemometer. A coil of wire rotates within constant magnetic field. The faster it rotates, the greater the voltage, and hence the greater the wind speed. All I need to do now is find a coil of wire that spins within a magnetic field. Oh, wait, I have one. It's called an electric motor. An electric motor is simply a rotating coil of wire and magnets. When you run current through the coil, it creates a torque that causes the whole thing to spin. I once wrote a tutorial explaining how to build a simple motor. Instead of running current through the wire, I can spin the coil manually and measure the voltage. And yes, an electric generator and an electric motor are essentially the same. With a motor, you supply a current and it spins. With a generator, you spin it and it creates an electric current. So let's start with an electric motor. You can find them in all sorts of places. The one I'm using came from a tiny RC helicopter that had crashed one too many times. Now be careful selecting your motor. An AC motor, like you'd find in a fan, won't work. Neither will a brushless motor. 
I made this mistake when I tried using a PC cooling fan. These motors work differently than a conventional coil and magnet motor. After finding a motor, you need to make a fan blade. I cut one from the bottom of an aluminum soda can. I mounted the motor to a Lego bracket so I could hold it out in the open to obtain better wind measurements. It doesn't have to be pretty, it just has to work. Put it all together. You can test this easily. Just connect the two wires from the motor to a voltmeter. Spin the fan and you should get a voltage reading. The faster it spins, the greater the voltage. That's not very useful, though. To make a functional anemometer, you'll need to understand the relationship between voltage and wind speed. To do this, I put my anemometer in the car and used it to measure airspeed, which should match the speed of the car, assuming I'm not driving in a gale. I followed this plan. 1. Get in the car. 2. Stick the anemometer out the window and hook it up to a multimeter. 3. Drive at different speeds while one of my kids records the speed in miles per hour and voltage. Yes, the values fluctuate. Just get the best value that you can. My 10-year-old son didn't like that. I can't say for sure how accurate my speed data is, so this might be a rough correlation. It's surprisingly difficult to drive at a constant speed of 5 miles per hour with an analog speedometer. I guess I could have used a GPS, but I was lazy. In any event, I plotted car speed versus motor voltage. I chose to fit a line that goes through the origin such that the intercept is zero. This means that at zero MPH, the voltage is zero. Perhaps I should have allowed the intercept to be non-zero, but I will use this for now. From the slope of this line, I get a relationship between voltage and speed. Straying from convention, I'll use W for wind speed and V for the voltage. Using V for speed would exceed my quota for the letter V. But I really want to solve for the wind speed as a function of voltage, since I usually don't know the wind speed. This means that I just take my multimeter reading in volts and multiply by 104.3, and I get my wind speed in miles per hour. But what if I want the speed in meters per second? I do a unit conversion on that proportionality constant. Now I'm ready to rock on with some wind data. In fact, I could connect my DYI anemometer to a digital voltage recorder and find wind speed as a function of time. If I want to really use this tool, I probably ought to mount it on a pole with a wind vane so the fan always points into the wind, but I already have plans for this device. If you decide to build your own anemometer, you must create your own calibration line to determine the connection between voltage and speed. I probably could get better data for my device, but this is mostly a proof of concept to show that it works. How did you like that last episode? Is there anything we can do to make it better? I'm Raul, and I'm part of the team that brings this spoken edition to you. Help us improve it by sending me your feedback via email to raul at spokenedition.com. Your opinion is very important to us, and we'd love to hear from you. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.